We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're talking 2023 quarterback scoring on Roto-Viz Radio. Welcome into the Rotoviz Fantasy Football Show. I'm Dave Cabin, one of the owners at Rotoviz. Tonight, I am going to be talking about 2023 quarterback scoring. And what we're going to be doing is using a variety of stats to look at how quarterbacks compared in 2023 against the last 10 years. So there's a variety of things we'll be looking at. And I think that this is always a good exercise to do as we try to think about the value of the quarterback position in comparison to the other positions in the coming season. Now, I have prepared a number of tables that those of you watching on YouTube will be able to see, which I think ought to help move this conversation along. Those of you that have not checked out the YouTube channel, I would highly encourage you to do so. A lot of neat visuals that get pulled into these episodes that I think augment the discussion in a very notable way. So tonight we are going to start making our way down the list here of these quarterback metrics and... We will start here with pass attempts. So the first thing that notes or that stands out to me here when I look at this is we actually have seen the last two seasons pass attempts be down by the top 12 quarterbacks. And I suppose I should take a step back here and kind of talk about the process that I went through as I kind of filtered things out to come up with the lists that we're going to be looking at. What I did was I went back into the road of a screener, pulled out data going back to uh, 2013. I then filtered out quarterbacks that had not played in at least six games, removed them from our sample, then grabbed the top 12 players according to PPR to fantasy scoring finishes in those seasons. And those are the players that will roll into 
the analysis we're about to talk to talk about here. So the average since 2013 for pass attempts among the top 12 quarterbacks, according to fantasy points, uh, was 34.4. We actually saw passers this year at 33 and a half attempts. So, but a, a one attempt fewer than average for those players. And one of the things that really stands out if you're looking at the 2023 date is that we actually see um, among very much so among the top six or seven quarterbacks that their rates came in right around average. Um, interestingly, the year in which we saw the most attempts get recorded was actually back in 2014. So things have been a little bit up and down. Um, I think that there's a couple of key passers that we might've seen in these ranks in years prior that have gone. And we have some more of these guys that get more involved in the rushing game, which we will see in terms of completions. You see, as you might expect passers this year down about, um, almost a, a full completion per game. And again, this is going to correlate pretty highly with what we saw in terms of passing attempts here. Um, and, you see that, uh, again, just a little bit lower than 2022, 2021, and 2020 were significantly higher. Uh, and actually, you saw the highest completion per game number for the top 12 quarterbacks with almost 24 completions per game back in 2021. Um, maybe a more important number here is pass yards per game. We actually did see in 2023... The lowest amount, actually 20, yeah, yeah, 2023 ties with 2022. The lowest number of pass yards per game among the top 12 passers since, um, or through the, the sample that we have here going back to 2023. So the average actually has been 264.2 pass yards per game. So we're coming in, you know, significantly behind that at around 245. So you're like, or excuse me, 248. So, you know, more than 15 points or 15 yards per game behind there. In 2018, we actually saw the highest yards per game where we were at 279. Some of that was on the heels of a couple of uh, passers that uh, all went over 300 per game. So it's interesting. We definitely see those passing stats trending down the last two years. Now, normally in a game like fantasy football, I'm not really considering things a trend, if you will, till we see it three years. Um, but, you know, that's not really the takeaway here because I don't think that what I'm trying to convey or to extract from this exercise is necessarily things that we're going to be using going forward. So we're not going to be using them prospectively, but we are going to use these to try to understand what happened in 2023 and think about how that maybe should impact the view that we would have in coming seasons about the value of the position relevant to others. Now, some of those conclusions we won't be able to draw on this episode, but it's just more that we have in our arsenal as we start thinking about the 2024 season. So now we get down to passing touchdowns, a major driver of scoring. And I can tell you 
that we actually saw in 2023 passers put up a full 0.4 touchdowns fewer per game than the average across the year spanning 2013 to 2023. We saw the highest number in 2020 where there was 2.2 passing touchdowns per game. This year at just 1.6. It was 1.8 in 2022 and two passing touchdowns per game in 2021. What you would like to see some offset to this by an increase in rushing touchdowns. And the thing that I haven't really hit upon yet is that some of these things that we are seeing on the whole do seem to be happening with passer one through 12. If you were watching on the YouTube recording, you'd be able to see this broken down by the specific uh, quarterback rank. And what you're going to see is on a lot of these, we really only have a couple of players with notable scores in the 2023 season. So we've done yards, we've done passing touchdowns. Let's make our way now to rushing. And this is where we are getting that offset that we'd hope to see. In fact, on 2022, the top 12 quarterbacks had the highest, uh, the highest amount of rushing attempts per game at 5.7. The average has been 4.2. We did see 5.2 attempts in 2023. And when you look at these guys going from 1 to 12, these specific quarterbacks in these rankings, you do see in 2023 a pretty notable bump in the number of players going over uh, the average. In fact, you only had um, four guys not getting over the average attempts since 2013. So pretty notable stuff there. And then if we make our way down to average rush yards, uh, we also see that if you look at 2018 to 2013, there's a huge difference. 2013 to 2018, quarterbacks in the top 12 were averaging just 16.7 rushing yards per game. Since then, we've seen a spike up to 25.3. That puts the average across 2013 to 2023 at 20.6. The group in 2023 was at 24.8, which actually was a step back from the 31.4 we saw in 2022. So last season really looked to be the pinnacle of quarterback rushing production, but we do now have to couple in average rushing touchdowns. Now, across the time span that we're looking at, the average has been 0.2 touchdowns per game. So quarterback scoring a touchdown about 20% of the time. However, the last three seasons, it has been at a rate of 3%. And you can definitely see here, if you look at this table, which has a heat map over it, so it's color coding to draw your attention to the highs and the lows, you can definitely see this massive shift that really comes into play around 2019. And another thing that you could point out here is you do see that sure enough, in the last couple of years, the players with the highest rates in terms of rushing touchdowns are coming in in the highest spots in our leaderboard, according to 
fantasy points, which I think underscores just how important that rushing element has become. Now, the final piece that we have to layer in here is how this actually impacted scoring. And to do that, uh, let's just start by level setting here. So back in 2013, you only had one, two, three quarterbacks going over 20 PPR. The average of the top 12 was 19. And the other stat I'll throw out here is so your top player at 25.6. You had your low player, the QB 12 at 17. So the guy with 25.6 was Peyton Manning. Uh, and the player at Josh McCown was actually the, the QB 12 in PPR per game that year. Actually, let's take a quick look here at Peyton Manning's stats. He played 15 weeks. Um, if we look at hats per game, he was at 42 completions at 28 pass yards, 347 passing touchdowns, 3.4 had negative rush yards per game and uh, 0.06 rushing touchdowns, but did put up 25 and a half PPR. All right. Making our way back to 2023. What's kind of fun here is to call out that we only had four players going over 20 per game, and we're actually have scaled back to the average for that year being 19.5. So you actually have a situation here where quarterback scoring is at the lowest point that it has been uh, since 2017, because in 2018, it was at 21 points per game, 20.5 in 2019, 22.2 in 2020, 20.9 in 2021, and 20.8 in 2022. The other really interesting thing here is you can see that 2020 was just ridiculous for quarterback scoring. And some of that comes because you had a very good mix in that year of the quarterbacks producing both on the ground and through the air. In fact, in 2020, we had 10 passers going for more than 20 PPR per game. That is the highest. Then in 2021, we saw that number go down to eight. 2022, it dipped to five. And last year, we were just at four. So that is really interesting. Now, we talked about the high player, Peyton Manning, back in 2013. So just to see where things have come, in 2023, with 23.6, our leader ended up being Josh Allen. Uh, the final caveat here is that I cut things off at, uh, let me just take a quick look at this. I cut things off at week, sorry about this, I have to unhide one more thing here. Um, I, <laughs> I've done unhide everything here. All right, I cut things off at week 16 just to make sure I had comparability when we went back all that way. Um, so as I'm telling you, these these quarterbacks, you know, some of their actual PP or their their points per game rankings might be a little bit different depending on what tool you're in, or you know, if you're looking at things in another site, there might be slightly different parameters in that calculation. Uh with 17.8 points, our QB 12 in 2023 
was Justin Fields. So a little bit better than the 2013. 17.8 actually is the average. So quarterback scoring definitely down in 2023. We have seen quarterback scoring start to kind of decline. And the other thing that uh, we're also seeing is we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In 2022, for example, we definitely had a couple of guys sandwiched at the top separating themselves from the guys beneath them. We did not see that as much this year. I think that some of the conclusions that we were drawing about how you have to look at the position maybe a couple of years ago now uh, might be starting to kind of uh, disappear in that you're not going to have quite as much separation perhaps between the quarterback 6 through 12 versus the quarterback 1 through 5 like it might have seemed in some years. Uh, if we do the exercise here, let's let's chop it up like this. If we go 7 through 12, they were at 18.2 in 23. They were at 20.8 uh, in the 1 through 6 bucket. In 2022, quarterback 7 through 12 averaged 18.4. Our other bucket was at 23.3. In 2021, it was 22.1 for the top six guys. Versus 19.7 uh, in 2020, it was 24.1 versus 20.2. That was just a ton of data that I threw out there. Um, and I'm going to say this. Uh, I'm not ready to make my final conclusion on what all of that means right now as I kind of react to this live. Uh, but we are going to have to start to think about that. And the final thing that we'll layer into this analysis is the average of QB one since 2020, since 2013 is 24.8 points. That has actually been a pretty flat number 
um, across that time span. In 2023, we were at 22.7 for the QB2 versus an average of 22.6. There has been a pretty dramatic increase the last five, six years in the scoring for the QB2. Now, if you look at every single other quarterback ranking in 2023, it falls short of the average that we saw across the year since 2013. For the QB3, you do see that overall, though, if you chop things up from 2018 on, that uh, ranking quarterback has scored more. Same thing holds at uh, QB4. QB5, it's kind of a mixed bag there. And then as you start to, to get downward, you do see 2018 to 2021, there was some separation in that group versus the rest of the years. Uh, but things are a little bit more flat once you get down to quarterback 8 through 12, with the exception of that 2020 season. So I think where I'm going to head with all of this is I can remember going back maybe two, three years now and really talking about how we might need to reprioritize quarterback in particular, you know, your first string type of fantasy quarterback higher than we would have in other years. Uh, it looks like some of that might have been a little bit of a fluke. And I think also if we look at quarterback scoring at the upper echelon, in 2023, it might paint the picture that things are coming down, but I do think that when you couple in what you saw in 2022, some of the separation in 2021, uh, there still is something to be said for those those top level guys. Uh, but perhaps you know we have to be a little more disciplined with where we draw that line and the quarterbacks that we try to catapult up into that range, and we need to go with a little bit more of an approach of saying, all right, like. You could say it's going to be Mahomes falling into that group, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, maybe Lamar Jackson flirts with that territory. But I feel like last year you had people trying to get down to the Trevor Lawrence type of level and throwing them into the calculus of guys that you really needed to prioritize from a best ball perspective. Now, that's kind of informing a lot of the thoughts that I have here. I think from a redraft perspective, where you're going earlier are really that group of guys that I mentioned um, but maybe not quite as intently or intensely as you would have last year. And, um, you know, I'm really thinking that after you get beyond quarterback four, you're not having this tremendous advantage by going for the quarterback, uh, five or so versus the quarterback 12, um, could it happen? Sure. And the particulars of a year might kind of shift that. But the larger takeaway here is if we even reduce it to like, given the pool of players that you have, and we'll have to see what it looks like when, uh, you know, things settle from this year and the quarterback ADP plays itself out. But quarterback six versus quarterback 12, you're really probably not going to be looking at that much of a delta when all is said and done. And of course, this comes from the perspective of looking at things points per game. And there's the issue here of, you know, ADP isn't going to perfectly match what we're looking at here, but making the assumption that ADP follows closely enough with this, and it's the best guess we have going into the season. I think those are some of the takeaways that you could have. So just for fun now, since we have all of this data 
available to us. Let's do something fun here. I am going to read off to you since 2013 on a point per game basis. Some of the highlights here. Let's look at the top 12 quarterbacks since 2013 in terms of points per game. Leading the way, you have Hayden Manning and his, as we already talked about, um, 25 and a half PPR per game. Uh, He would be followed by Andrew Luck in 2014 at, oh, you know what? I lied. Hold on, hold on. Lamar Jackson's 2019, I knew something wasn't right there, where he had 27.8 has been the the highest total since 2018. He's followed by 2018 Patrick Mahomes with 26.6, followed by Jalen Hurts in 2022 with 26.5. Then you get to 2013 Peyton Manning. He is followed by 2022 Patrick Mahomes, 2020 Patrick Mahomes, 2022 Josh Allen, 2020 Josh Allen, and 2020 Kyler Murray. So you can see some of that's really what was driving up that insane 2020 that we talked about. Those are the nine passers since 2013 that averaged more than 25 uh, PPR, you know, points per game, whatever scoring method you want to look at here. We're using four passing touchdowns. Uh, if you get beneath that, just to kind of round out what would be that top 12, you'd have Deshaun Watson in 2017, Josh Allen in 2021, Aaron Rodgers in 2020. Uh, behind that, you had Cam Newton in 2015, Josh Allen in 2013, uh, Aaron Rodgers in 2016, Deshaun Watson in 2020. What stands out to you? What should stand out to you? Well, you definitely have some seasons from Mahomes in there, but the and you know that one from Manning, but the rest of those guys in that top twelve certainly had that rushing production, and I do think that speaks some to the idea of still going after these guys that are at the top of the quarterback board in our current situation because these guys have that added element. Um, are there more takeaways we could draw here? Probably, but um, you know, as I make it way, as I make my way through the list now, I think that we've hit most of the things that I'd want to talk about. Um, the final thing that I would like to just do here is we're going to quickly just do a quick look here at. Um, the count that we have for each of the quarterbacks that managed to pull into this, this sample here that we used. So uh, we'll do a quick count here. And of course it's somewhat arbitrary because of where things are cut off, but we see between 2013 and 2023, Aaron Rodgers with the most top 12 quarterback finishes at eight, followed by Russell Wilson at seven and drew Brees. At seven, they got Kirk Cousins, Cam Newton, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Tom Brady. At six, Andrew Luck, Lamar Jackson, Ben Roethlisberger, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen at five, Matt Ryan, Deshaun Watson at four, Ryan Tannehill, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Matthew Stafford at three, and then, uh, you know, a a slew of, of other players there. In total, though, we actually only have 46 players 
So just 46 players have comprised the top 12 between 2013 and uh, 2023, which I think is pretty fun. So that closes things out here for the data that we were going to go through. A little bit of a different episode than some, but I think that these are interesting exercises to go through on some of these podcasts where it's just me. Um, And hopefully it helps to add a context around what we saw in 2023 in terms of the historical uh, perspective that we've seen. The other reason that I like to do this, and I kind of touched upon this earlier, is that it can prevent us from buying into some of the narratives that are easy to leave a season with, even if they're not really accurate or not as, um, you know, much of a trend or as much of an outlier as, as some things might lead you to believe. All right. Well, anyways, fun week this week. Um, I think we covered a lot of interesting ground. Curtis and I are getting really pumped up for all of the content that we get to focus on now as we start getting ready for next season. Um, pretty soon we'll be in some of these way too early leagues. We'll be drafting rookies. I would recommend though, if you have not been checking out our YouTube channel, please go do that. Uh, you know, we've put in a lot of time to setting up different things for, for that platform. And uh, I think you would enjoy it. So until I see you again, thanks for tuning in and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Rotoviz Fantasy Football Show. Send us questions at rvffshow at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at DaveCabinFF and at CPatrickNFL. Leave us a voicemail at 978-615-9214. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe.